Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Yes, Mark in chapter 4, I'll read quickly from verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, glory be to God, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Uh-huh. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? I read a little further into chapter 5. Then they came to the other side. You see why we should get to chapter, chapter 5? Because he said, let us cross over to the other side. So here we can see now that they got to the other side. Tell your neighbor, say, in the name of Jesus, I am getting to the other side. Every other side that God has ordained for my life, I will get there. In the name of Jesus, I will get there. I will accomplish it. I will fulfill it. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God in the highest. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the gatherings. And when he had come out of the boat, that is, Jesus had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him. And the shackles were broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs. Crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus, hallelujah. From afar. 
he ran and worshipped him. Come on. The Bible says even the wrath of man will worship God. Never mind. Anybody can consider themselves into agents of the devil. Even the wrath of man will worship God. Glory be to God. And he cried out with a loud voice by seven and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you... <laughs> they see, they understand some principles of the Bible. The devil knows the Bible. I implore you by... Can you imagine? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, Jesus said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. I see. When they want to be, when they want to establish themselves, they don't want you to deal with them. They gather more of their lives. But the Bible says, bind yourselves together. You will all together. They came out. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Verse 10. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once, Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000 pigs. Okay. There were about 2,000, and the head ran violently, violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. So those who feed the swine fled, and they told it to the city and in the country, and they went out to see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demonized or demon-possessed and, um, and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind and they were afraid I stop there praise the Lord amen, amen and amen glory be to God in the highest amen I want to tag this one at the threshold I try to understand the meaning of threshold as it, I mean, as I received it. It signifies, signifies the passage from one level to another, usually from a lower earthly plane to a higher spiritual plane. Whatever way you define threshold, I'm here to tell you or to tell someone, that's someone maybe you, that you are at your threshold. Oh, your amen is weak. But why should I even bother? The one who is there will jump at it. I say you are at your threshold. In the name of Jesus, you are at your threshold. You are at your threshold. And do you know what God expects of every child of God? You are always at a threshold. Because the path of the righteous is a shining light. And it can only get brighter and brighter until the perfect day. The only time you stop being at the threshold is when you have hit perfection. And let me quickly advise you, it won't happen while you are living. In this flesh, no. As long as you are in this flesh, there's a better place to get to. God is taking you on a superior journey. Somebody say at the threshold. Say at the threshold. In the name of Jesus, threshold of a miracle. 
I say threshold of your breakthrough. Threshold of your promotion. Uh-uh. Come on, I don't know what you are believing God for. Threshold of your healing. Threshold of your abundance. I say you are the threshold. Uh, the threshold. Say in the name of Jesus, I am at the threshold of my breakthrough in Jesus name now you will understand like we've explained it before because you know I like this passage I'm sure you know I've preached from this only God knows how many times this this is the chapter where Jesus was teaching them about the kingdom and the chapter just chapter 4 of the book of Mark opened with and they said Jesus now told them many things and then he told them in the parable saying the sower went out to sow so it started with this parable of the sower. And of course, you know the story of the sower. I don't want that to take my time. And then of course, when they came back to him, they said, can you explain that to us? Because we don't fully understand it, as it were. And they said, how come you don't understand this? Come on. If you don't understand this, how will you then understand anything in the kingdom? So that becomes very important. So I want to take that very seriously. That look. This is a serious thing here from the lips of the master. And he was teaching them that he will hand over to, that will hand over to others, that will go and make more disciples, as it were. And he was saying, this principle is key. Please. What principle? Sowing. What's the principle? Scattering. Scattering what? Seeds. Oh. And he explained in details to them, he said, the seed. What does he call it? The word. And he said that, look, you get four kind of results, as it were. Some will fall by the wayside, some will fall among tongues, some will fall on the rock, some will fall in good soil. Thank God we have good soils here. In that parable, we were talking about the seeds, the good seeds and the tares. Thank God we have the good seeds here. Can't you see that your best achievement in life just qualifies you as a seed in the kingdom? You know, there's no, there's no room for pride. And it's as a seed will fall to the ground and die that it will multiply. So keep on. That's for another day. Praise the Lord. So I haven't taught them that. He taught them severally, using many parables to teach the same principles. A lot to learn from there. And by the time we got through, as it were, they said it was evening. Bible said with many more parables he taught them that day and when it was evening he said let, let us come on let us cross over to the other side you see every word of the master is creative true you know where I fear God is this when I got to understand what principle God was teaching Joshua where he concluded that you will have what good success. You have what? You will um, prosper and have good success. But what will lead to that? He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your But how will you get that to be, I mean, to do, to, to happen? You will meditate there in their night. Then what, does it, what did he mean that by saying, don't get out of your mouth? I looked into some contemporary version. He said, please, in your everyday communication with them, Speak this word. Everyday communication. In your conversation. Speak.
speak this word. This is your language. You can't employ that and not break through. So now he said, let us cross over to the other side. And the Bible said, they took him along with him. Yeah, there's a song that, an old song. Say, mm. yeah, with Jesus in the family, happy. Oh, happy, happy, yeah. Happy, happy, oh, with Jesus in the family. Oh, happy, happy, hey, oh. With Jesus in your boat, you will sail through. With Jesus in your life, you will come through. So sometimes I wonder how people live without Jesus. Honest, particularly in these times that we are in. It's dangerous. So they did a good thing by taking him along. Then the Bible says when they were in the mist when they were in the mist nothing happened when they were taken off. It was all jolly jolly. Beautiful day. Fine weather. But in the midst of the sea in the midst of the night come on. Let me say it again. In the midst of the sea, in the midst of the night. And I want you to understand, when they took him along, they turned their backs on the multitude. If you are looking for the multitude, you won't hold on to Jesus. If your priority is the multitude, you won't hold on to Jesus. If your priority is Jesus, the multitude will look for you. <laughs> True. If your priority is Jesus, the multitude will come knocking your door. They will follow you everywhere you go. But if you make the people your priority, they will leave you. If it's your swagger, is it swag they call it? <laughs> if it's your swag, somebody else will have a better swag tomorrow. And besides, you are so pretty, you have never seen your type. Don't you know that every day you are getting old? This outward man perishes. God didn't make it for you to be Mrs. World, Miss World forever. Bring Miss World in 1960. Let's see whether you will chase her. So they took him along. And that's why was why when they were in the midst of the sea, in the midst of the night, and there was trouble, Jesus was there. Is somebody here with me? Tell your neighbor, say, Jesus is always with me. Say, 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 say. Thank God I have Jesus. Thank God I belong to him. Thank God he dwells in me. Glory be to God in the highest. And the way the Bible said, in the midst of the sea, in the midst of the land, there arose. There arose. What was it that arose a great storm. Hmm. Somebody said it and it's true. 
So that's what life is all about. Is that you are coming out of a storm, or you are going through a storm, or you are entering a storm. That's life. And that's why it's always a fight and a fight of faith. And when it comes to fight of faith, it's always a good fight. Tell your neighbor, say, I know I'm in a fight. Come on, say it. Oh, you don't want to confess it? Whether you confess it or not, you're in a fight. So I know I'm in a fight. But it's a good fight. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Come on, give the Lord a good clap of him. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's a good fight. It's a good fight. And so the Bible says there is a great storm. And he came in waves and he started beating on the boat. I mean, the boat began to fill up. And Jesus, come on, church, are you here? The Bible said Jesus was what? Asleep in the stand. Glory be to God in the highest. Can I say this quickly? It was in the storm. It was in the night. It was in the midst of the sea. But Jesus was asleep. I want to put you somebody here today in the name of Jesus. You came to church. You will sleep in your storm. Amen. The storms may be raging. I prophesy sleep. In the name of Jesus. Why should your heart fail you before? No way. Your heart should not fail you. You will go through. In the name. Hear the psalmist. Say, do I walk through the valley of the shadow? I shall fear. I say, rest in Jesus' name. I wrote in my Bible, he who said, come unto me, or you will labor, and I will give you rest, was demonstrating it. Right there. He was sleeping. Ah. The storm was severe. I hope you know that. A man was explaining and explaining from the Greek. He said, there were bellows. In other words, he would come, bam, and they would struggle, struggle, bam, waves upon waves, bam, when this one is going, bam, from that side. And, were, and these were professional fishermen. Come on, church, are you here? And these people were from that area. They, come on, they knew the terrain. They've been on the sea several times. That was their job, their profession, their provocation, all put together. Hallelujah. And somebody has said, by virtue of the experience, they could read the weather before time. You say, how? Uh -uh. Let me remind you, don't turn to it. Matthew 16, 2 and 3. Jesus said, when you wake up in the morning and you see this, you know. When you come and you see this, sometimes you say, no, 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 it's going to be a fine day. And then you set out. So they knew that it was a good day. A good day to sell. So they were not anticipating any problem. But in the midst, bam! And that man used it to prove, he said, this was not natural. It was a spiritual attack. If it was just natural, come on, they had what it takes. I mean, what it will require not to go. And you know why this attack came? 
Because there was something that will happen on the other side. I'm talking to someone here today. You've been asking God, why me? Why me? Because there's something bigger in your future. He said to David, he said, don't build. No, no, David, I appreciate this. I like your great heart. But I would rather your child, your son will build it. You know why? See, you're a man of war. I created you to fight. Too much blood on your hand. Is somebody hearing me? Pastor, why did you say that? Because some people are created for to fight and to win. They beat it open so others just continue to enjoy. Oh, I feel the fire. And that was exactly what Jesus came to do. He won. You will win. In the name of Jesus. And that's why if you are going his path, you will witness some skirmishes here and there. But you are coming through in Jesus' name. So why? Because of what will happen there. What was going to happen there? It was going to be a day of great deliverance. Aha. So was, could that be what the devil was scared of? Yes! The Matthew um, version of this story, is said there were two of them, they lived in the tombs and they had terrorized this region forever. People will know if you're going to go from here to there and they were there, you go around. Nobody dared to walk past them. No man. They were uncontrollable. Can you imagine when one man has how many thousands? 10,000 10, demons. One man. So if you go there to challenge him, you are facing 10,000. You are facing a whole battalion. Not human beings. Demons. And that's why I tell people, ladies and gentlemen, that the church is always a mixed crowd. Always a mixed crowd. Saints, yes, we are. But there are some that are intending to be saints. They are not yet saints. But they are attracted because they are looking for deliverance. Come on, church, now. Is somebody awake? When Jesus landed on the other side, what happened? They rushed to him. They were attracted. What did they do? They worshiped. Eh, go and marry him because he worshiped them. That's the problem we have. Because you saw them in church and worshiping. Is that why? Where's the gift of designing your spirits? The demoniac worship. And when it comes to salvation, we can only preach. It's by grace. You will have to believe and receive by yourself. We can't force it. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, you can see that it was the threshold of a breakthrough. The devil knew that people would be set free. A holy John would be set free. And so he was mad. And so he went to do everything he could do to stop them. Let me tell you point blank. The problems you are facing is the devil trying to stop you because your tomorrow is bigger and better. You may not say amen. Just one more. Say amen. I say your tomorrow is bigger and better. I say you are about to enter your next level. In the name of Jesus. That's why I say it's the threshold. So what happened? How did they get through that? May not be a good one, my example. Why did Jesus come? 
to save us. Right? The consummation was the cross. If Jesus did everything he did and he never died, we'll we'll still be in trouble. Is somebody hearing me? The eve of his death, he was so attacked that he said, Father, if it were possible, let it pass. He prayed. He was sweating blood. The eve, he was at the threshold. But he surrendered to the will of God. Even then, he came through. So before you begin to blame God and blame everybody, why don't you just look forward? Because your breakthrough is knocking on the door. I say your breakthrough has come. Let me say it again. I say in the name of Jesus, your breakthrough has come. Let me say again, your breakthrough has come. All the devil is trying to do is to distract you. To defocus you and to introduce fear. But faith brought you this far. Why will you change your vehicle at this point? Do I walk through? You are walking through. I say you are walking through. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says we are not of them that turn back to perdition. We are not turning back anywhere. We are going through. We are holding on. In the name of Jesus, we are going through. That's it. Glory be to God in the highest. I said glory be to God in the highest. The Bible said they got so scared. They fought the wave and fought the wave. They fought the wave. Scooping water. When they, it was a very dangerous situation. It was a fatal situation. They knew. They knew that these waves have come to kill us. They saw it. Now at that point they ran to Jesus. Come unto me. They came to Jesus. Probably they didn't want to disturb him because he had worked very hard the whole day. Or they forgot. They first depended on their ability and their prowess and their experiences. But all failed. Then they ran to Jesus. And guess what? They came to Jesus in an accusation. Do you really care? Jesus, see your battling for life said, Do you really care? But Jesus was in the boat. Come on, what's wrong with you? Why are you suddenly becoming selfish in your trouble? You men become selfish in trouble. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's what they say. Do you not care that we perish? Hear their words. But Jesus said, we are crossing over to the other side. And he was sleeping. Why is he sleeping? The integrity of the word of God. We are crossing over to the other side. Okay. Boo, 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 boo. Are we on the other side? No. I just demonstrated what your life will become. The Bible says, and honestly, if you read that story properly and you carry out some word studies in it, it said it was a windstorm of unusual dimension, never experienced before on that lake, at least by these people. And with all their years of experience put together, they had never seen anything like that. And what was happening really, he said the wave brought on unusual turbulence, trying to capsize the boat. It was a spiritual attack. And when they woke Jesus up, he did something. He didn't get angry that why did you wake me up? What did he do? Somebody tell me. What did he do? 
he rebuked. Before they woke him up, what were they doing? They were particular about the boat. They were particular about the waves. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I'm not saying that they were carnal. Say they are mighty through God, pulling down strongholds. But when you limit your abilities, your prowess to the earthly level, you can't fight and win spiritual battle. We rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. So don't measure spiritual things with the yardstick of the physical realm. What happened? They woke him up. And I'm sure it was like, guess what he did? He began to speak to nature. Eh? How dare you? I rebuke you. He was in the storm. Who was he talking to? They could see the waves carrying the water, bow, and they could scoop the water out. They could try to spell on the ship. But Jesus forgot that he addressed the unseen realm. He spoke. The word rebuke, this man put it this way. Rebuke can be two ways. I hope you know that. Right. Some rebuke will not carry any weight. But some rebuke will yank you up and fling you out. Words. Say, Jesus rose up and verbally assaulted the wind. Jesus woke up and demean the wind. He woke up and humiliated the wind. He knew what was happening. You know what can be problematic is when those who design are speaking, those who can't see you will be fighting you. Is it true? Is it the gifts of the spirit is given to all of us to benefit from. We don't discern because we want to judge. We discern so that we can be more precise in the battle. He rebuked the wind. The Bible said he pronounced judgment on the wind. How dare you? He chided the wind. <laughs> And the wind fled. <laughs> the Bible said, resist him. And they will flee from you. You know what somebody said? He said, it's a very proud spirit. The devil is proud. If you see a man so prideful, he's the devil. I know all of us have some measure of all these things, but we are saints. So, the dominant spirit in us is the Christ-likeness. But sometimes we struggle. That's why we are always fighting. You know, there's a fight inside of us. That's all right. Why was he cast out of heaven? Pride and envy. That was why he was cast out of heaven. And when a proud man comes, what he hates most is for you to face him. To confront him. A proud man before people. Oh my goodness. He'll avoid you straight away. He, does, he, can, he, he cannot take it. That's why I say, devil, like a what lion, is... I could run a lion, go and go and throw, seek him to devour. He said, Him what? Resist, and he will flee from you. Run as in terror. That's why 
Sometimes you want to stop a scourge. Confront. You want to play love? God bless you. you not, that's not love. You are ignorant. He rebuked sharply. Then he spoke to the sea. That is, you are being used. Come on, see. And they see you. Boom. And the boat rode gently. You will ride gently. I say in the name of Jesus, you ride gently. But you must be ready to confront the devil. Now, that's why you don't begin to attack in the physical, you attack from the spirit. Can I now go? Okay, well, okay, no, let me just finish it. And by the time that happened, he now said to them, He said, Why are you so fearful? Where is your faith? I dealt with fear. We, we talked about fear last Sunday. Fear has torment. Fear will make you make a wrong decision. Fear will freeze you. It will paralyze you. It makes you lose out. Where you should be reigning. It will make you, come on, God forbid, in the name of Jesus. Fear has torment. Perfect love casted out fear. God has not given you the spirit of fear. So what are you doing? Holding it and storing it and painting it and polishing it. He has given you the spirit of what? Power, love, and a sound. See, I have a sound mind in Jesus' name. I can't hear you. All right. He says, why so fearful? How come you have no faith? So what was he saying? Hey, come on. So after all these years, you don't know that you can get up and rebuke. You don't know that you can speak to things. What's wrong with you? That was what he was saying. And what is faith? If you say to this mountain, my question, where I'm going now is this. Are you talking to things? Or you are resting with what is not important? I heard Novo Hayes talking. He said, a lot of times what we call prayer is not prayer. He said, they come to me rehashing the works of the devil to me. Can you imagine? When you should speak to the situation. If you say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and you don't have a doubt in your heart, but you believe that you will get it. And when you pray, believe that those things which you are asking, and you will have it. Amen. So the Amen. question is, how do you handle the storms? Are you going to report the, what is happening to the God? Or you are standing to say, I rebuke you. You see, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. You have the authority. Use it. Now, they landed on the other side. When you say, let us go to the other side, he meant it and he got there. I said, you are getting to the other side. Just said, we are getting there in the name of Jesus. We cannot be silenced. We cannot be ashamed. We go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Say, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. No devil is devil enough to put you under. Say, I'm head, I'm not here. I'm above only, never beneath. In the I mean it to open your mouth. Oh. Say, I'm head, I'm not here. I'm above only, I'm never beneath. In the name of Jesus, above only, never beneath. Hallelujah. As soon as they got there, they said, here, here came this man. 
I was, I can imagine. Disciples, because they were scared in the, in the, on the sea. They must be scared here too. They probably, wow! Let me run back into the boat. But you are going to jump out of the boat before now. And Jesus stood and this guy came charging. When he got there, he bowed. He said, I've said before you an open door, which no man can shut. And those of the church, of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews and not, I will cause them to come and worship at your feet. At your feet. At your feet. Come on, shout, glory be to God in the highest. Let them do what they want to do in the church of Satan. They will, wash, they will end up at your feet. Say, in the name of Jesus, they are ending up at my feet. I can hear you. Say, in Jesus' name, they are ending up at my feet. And then you know the rest of the story. He cast out the demon. What people don't know is that that man was a terrorist. But the man himself was being tortured. He was crying for help. He couldn't help. What Jesus did was twofold. He, the man was set free <laughs> forever. And the whole area was set free forever. Whatever constitutes a burden or a hindrance or an oppression over your life, I address that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. I say fall. In the name of Jesus, I say fail. In the name of Jesus, the Bible said the Lord God is with me as a mighty terrible one. Glory be to God. Say therefore my oppressors shall what? Stumble. And they will what? Fall. They will not prosper. In the name of Jesus. He said they will be disgraced. They will be shamed. Say of their shame and disappointment it shall be eternal. Can you imagine? Lift up your hands and give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Begin to give him praise. Begin to worship him. Wow. Thank you. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. So what is it that is that been holding your life? What is it that been creating fear? What is it that's been threatening your life? Today you open your mouth and you're going to stop it in Jesus' name. The legion is between 3,000 and 6,000. One man. Almost 6,000. 6,000 demons in one man. That's why the man will come and think, I am over every... I said the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus is superior to 10,000 demons that you carry. He set them free. But what's the principle? He spoke to nature. He spoke to nature. Open your mouth. Begin to speak. In the name of Jesus. If you say to this mountain, be thou removed. I don't have a doubt in your heart. But you believe that what you say will come to pass. You have what to say. I don't care who is it. The Bible says, it said they are diviners. On account of you, we go mad. Glory be to God in the highest. He said, I said before I open the door, which no man can shut. No man can shut. You are going to the other side. You are breaking through. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Declare. Come on, speak to the wind. Bring down the devil. Say, I've given you authority. I've given you power to pull down, to cast down, to destroy. 
and I've given you power too. To erect and to build. Whatever has held you back for days, for years, for decades, or for a lifetime, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, today we pull them down. Yes. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? Jesus said, where is your faith? Communicate right now with your faith. Every wind of adversary, every wind of disturbance, every wind of stagnation, every wind of sickness, every wind of poverty, every wind of fear, every wind of timidity, we destroy in the name of Jesus. We rebuke in Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor. We worship, we adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Did you get that? Stop going to God and say, hey, see what the devil did. The devil is doing this, and this is happening. Address the devil. Use the authority. In the name of Jesus. When you go to God, give him praise and give him honor for the authority he has given you, for the power he has given you. And if you are going to still talk to God, declare what he says. If the devil says you're going to die, you're not going to live, then you, when you say, I rebuke you, you're a liar, I bind you, I forbid you, I cut you off in the name of Jesus, I will see your end in Jesus' name. Then you turn to God, say, thank you, Father, because you have declared, I will live, I will not die, I will live to show your glory. That's what happens. You know what? Terrorist one says, he said, when you rebuke, you sniff, out, you, sniff, you sniff life out of the devils. You take life out of them. They run. And that was where you hear Jesus rebuked. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. And whatsoever two or three of you shall agree concerning touching, it shall be done. Father, we give you praise. Over this one today, in the name of Jesus, I declare even as your covenant you have with us as the covenant has declared they are seated with Christ in the heavenly places and so they are heard they are not tears I say you are heard you are not tears above only never beneath in the name of Jesus with your eyes you see the fullness of the wicked in the name of Jesus you will live to see your children's children I say your past has a shining light it can only get better for you in the name of Jesus God will fight your battles you will hold your peace your children's children will prosper in the name of Jesus they will possess the gates of their enemies and grace shall be their peace in the name of Jesus it is well within your generations glory be to God come on give him praise and give him honor God has not given you the spirit of fear but of power, love and Father take all the glory in Jesus name we pray 
for everyone, anyone who is ill will rebuke that spirit of infirmity. In the name of Jesus. Suicide will rebuke that spirit of suicide. Now, in the name of Jesus. We speak life to your mind and life to your hearts in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.